the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, The Unconditional Love of God. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. of John's Gospel, chapter 3. And I need for you to key in on verse 16, John 3 and 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now I want you to go to page 919 to the book. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> to the book of Hosea. Okay? To the book of Hosea. I don't know what y'all laughing about. Uh, the book of Hosea, chapter 1. And I shall read the first nine verses of chapter 1. The word of the Lord that came unto Hosea, the son of Beri, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, the son of Joash, king of Israel. The beginning of the word of the Lord by Hosea, and the Lord said to Hosea, Go take unto thee a wife of whoredom and children of whoredom. For the land hath committed great holotry, departing from the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Dibliam, who conceived and bore him a son. And the Lord said unto him, Call his name Jezreel. For yet a little while, and I will avenge the blood of Jezreel, Upon the house of Jehu, and will cause to cease the kingdom of the house of Israel. And it shall come to pass at that day that I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. And she conceived again, and bore a daughter. And God said unto him, Call her name Loruhamah, for I will no more have mercy upon the house of Israel. But I will utterly take them away. But I will have mercy upon the house of Judah and will save them by the Lord their God and will not save them by bow, nor by sword, nor by battle, by horses, nor by horsemen. Now when she had weaned Loruhamah, she conceived and bore a son. Then said God, call his name Loami, for you are not my people and I will not be your God. Hosea chapter 3. Verses 1 through 3. Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, 
yet an adulteress according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel who took who looked to other gods and loved cakes of raisin. Let me read that again. Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friend, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel, who looked to other gods and loved cakes of raisins. So I bought her for myself for 15 pieces of silver and for a homer of barley, and a half homer of barley. And I said unto her, Thou shalt abide for me many days. Thou shalt not play the harlot, and thou shalt not be for another man. So will I also be for thee. I want to talk to you today from a very simple subject, the unconditional love of God. The unconditional love of God. God's love is unconditional. It is not attached to any conditions. It is not, if you do this, I will love you. If you don't do this, I won't love you. It is an unconditional love. And that's who God is. God is love. You know, the saddest thing in this world is for somebody to go all the way through here and die and never know the love of God. A lot of times in life, all we know about love is the people we interact with. If they treat us badly, we lose sleep. Our stomachs start aching. We don't know what to do. We don't know why they treated us this way. They said that they would never leave us. They would always love us. We don't even know where they are. Because man's love is phileo love. And that's about the best that man can do without God. You put up with him, he'll put up with you. You don't put up with him, he won't put up with you. And that's why we can't seem to get beyond what people do to us. We seem to take that and make that our creed for the rest of our lives. And we find ourselves unforgiving of other people because of what they do to us. And then we try somewhere and somehow to catch up to try to understand the love of God. God's love is unconditional. Hosea was a prophet, a man of God, mightily used by the Lord. He loved the Lord. The Lord heard his cry and pitied his every groan. Hosea was a man of God. The book of Hosea is about redeeming love. It's about a God, the God of heaven who loves us beyond our sinful conditions, who loves us beyond our ability to comprehend it. And when we look at our sinful state sometimes, the question is raised, how can someone like him love someone like me? he never turn his back on me. Even though I do wicked stuff, I say stuff I shouldn't say, do stuff I shouldn't do, it seemed like God would have abandoned me by now and would have left me All alone. No, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. In other words, out of all the sin in the world, all that sin never backed God up to the point that he no longer was love. God is love. God told Hosea, he says, listen, for Israel to understand how I feel 
about the way that Israel is sinning. They have taken another God. They have become a whore. They love other gods. They're parting hearted. They're giving homage to other gods. They're doing all of this. Hosea, come here. I need for you to go and marry a whore. I need for you to go and marry a woman of the night. I need for you to hook up with someone who is totally, absolutely, 100% unfaithful. That's who I need for you to marry. And when you marry her, I need you to know that this is a picture in God's mind as to how Israel is treating God. She's an adulteress. She's a whore. She's going after other gods. God takes his prophet. He said, marry her. Her name was Gomer. And they began to have children. He's one of these children. Their name means different things. But that last child, God says, this is, this is, this is not mine. This, this, this child is not mine. La Ruhama. If you need a name for your baby. Uh, it, it's not mine. And you know the dead cat on the line. And Goma had begun to step out on Hosea. And the love that God had put in the heart of Hosea for Goma was an unconditional love. Them babies kept coming up in there. And none of them looked like Hosea. It was all messed up. Goma fell on the hard times. She was beautiful when he married her, but she was a whore. And as time went on and time began to wear her down, they put Goma up for sale. She had hit rock bottom. And guess who showed up to buy her? Jose, our man, listen. This is the kind of love that God has for you. We've done wrong. We've been disobedient. We've said all kinds of stuff. We robbed him. And God says, I'm never going to let you go. Hosea went into the slave market. Because Goma had gone all the way down. That beautiful hair was now matted to her head. Those beautiful teeth that she used to have are now separate and apart, decayed and falling out. And here comes Hosea. And he sees Goma be an auction. Put a bid in for I can hear God saying in Hebrews 13 and 5, I will never leave you. Nor will I ever forsake you. Because God is saying, my love for you is not based on your actions toward me. Mm-mm. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 
Not, not, not when we tried to get it right, but when we were doing it absolutely wrong, Christ died. And I need to tell you something, that if you're not a sinner, you can't be saved. Because salvation is for sinners. Hosea bought Gomer, just like Jesus bought us out of the slave market of sin. The devil had pimped us. We were born in sin. We were shaping in iniquity. We had fallen away from God. Our heels were pointed toward God. Our face was toward the world. And we were going for it. But God so loved the world. Until all our sinful actions toward him never changed who he is. We can't do anything. Nothing. To make him Stop loving us. I'm sorry. It, it, it's just not going to happen. You, it, it's nothing that we can do to change his love for us when he loved us when we were dead in trespasses and dead in sin. And God sent his son like he did Hosea to get us. To get us. See, at some point, as a believer, you got to not only love God, you got to come up with a way to love yourself. Unconditionally. To love your neighbor as yourself. Unconditionally. To love your enemies with the love of God that is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We need to quit throwing people away when they sin and fall. We need to have, and we do have it, it's an unconditional love. What we have is agapeo. It is the love of God that is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit and love never fails. Love does not take account of the evil done to it. God help us in the name of Jesus because some of us are going through life we claim agapeo but we very you know very mm, we claim agapeo the love of God but a lot of us are trying to come on up with phileo now, Jesus asked Peter one day, he said, now, do you love me? Peter said, yeah, Lord, I love you. He said, well, feed my lambs. Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? Yeah, Lord, I love you. He said, well, feed my sheep. He asked him a third time. Peter got all tied up in the head. He said, Peter, do you love me? The third time. Peter got all disconnected. Why would you get all upset if somebody keep asking you the same question? Do you love me? Yeah. Do you love me? Yeah. We didn't fix Thanksgiving them. Do you, do you, do you love me? Uh, see, Phileo says, I ain't cooking nothing. Don't touch me. I'll see you next week. I'm out of here. I'm married to you, but I'm going where I want to go. I'm doing what I want to do. You don't have nothing to say to me about what I do. That is a mess. That, that right there is rebellion out loud on steroids. God's love for you is not based on conditions. Now, if we would operate as believers in the agapeo love of God that's shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, and I'm not picking on anybody. There'll be no divorces. Yeah. 
there'd be no separations. There'd be no homeless kids. There would be nobody in the White House causing division. If we would operate on the unconditional love of God, we would not go through life holding people hostage because of what they did to us or said to us. We would be so like God until we would look beyond their faults and see their needs and do what? And let it go. But how many of y'all know it's a devil that keep on dialing up that same number? Keep on bringing back that same old thought, that same old memory for us to rethink it and hate all over again. It's the unconditional love of God that every one of God's people has on the inside of them. And if we would give love, we would find it more easier to do. But there are some folk like the Hatfields and the McCoys, they, they had a... They had a grudge against one another. These are some families up, I think, in the Appalachian Mountains. It, it was centuries. It was, it was decades of, of hate. And that's what we see in race relations in this country. I don't care what pulpit you're standing in. I don't care what office you've been elected to. If the love of God is not operating in your heart, you're going to hate certain folk and love others. And that's what God is calling us away from. We're to love God. We're to love one another. That's the new commandment that Jesus gave us, that you love one another. And love does not hurt people. Love does not say things that are unsettling to people. Love is very respectful because God is love. God is the ultimate gentleman. Anyone who is in a relationship that is laden down with abusive language and curse words and domestic violence, that is not God's love. Anyone in any relationship, business-wise or otherwise, that do not respect people, for who they are, not what they do. Anyone who is in any platonic relationship, marriage relationship, business relationship, and has no respect for their partner, is not operating in unconditional love. Love says, listen, I know you've done me wrong. I got that. But I love you and I forgive you. Now God has to help all of us from the pulpit to the side, to the front door, to the choir stand, to the ushers, to the hospitality folk, even to the guy that's trying to run the sound. We all need God to help us with that love that's unconditional, that look beyond other people's faults and see everybody's need. We all need to. Ain't no need of you sitting up in here trying to figure out in your mind, who is he talking about? You! <laughs> figure out. Let's just be honest. Some folk get mad and don't cook. Some folk get mad and don't get close. Some folk get mad and don't do for their family. But here comes God. Testing the very core of our being. Hosea? Yes, Lord. Go marry a whore. Because I need to show Israel 
what they're doing to me. And I need to use you as a messenger for me to show Israel their sins, but my commitment to them. Now, that, some will say it right there. Listen, yeah. God, God said, listen, my commitment to you is for eternity. Eternity. Not only in this life. My commitment to you is forever. So God says, you want to maintain a relationship with me? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and he's just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, sin does not break sonship. It breaks fellowship with God. So all God wants is a commitment, a confession from us on our end so that we can maintain fellowship. So if we know we're wrong, there's no need of us walking around acting like we're not wrong. There are situations that come up in life that happens to all of us that God will use that to see how humble we are to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Those conditions come, especially with our name on it, to see whether or not we're going to humble ourselves to ask for forgiveness. Pride won't let you do it. Thinking you're being taken advantage of and you're tired of apologizing won't let you humble yourself. Wanting to give somebody a full measure because of what they did to you and you want to get even, we must remember God says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. I, I will balance this out at the end of the day. Don't you worry about getting even. What you need is to make sure you get right with me. God's unconditional love. Now let's, let's move it up a notch. There are so many different expressions of love that a lot of us are not basically even aware of. And this is not even the God kind of love that I'm going to prayerfully end up talking about extensively. But there are loves in the earth realm that we need to understand the meaning of some of these things. Because this new commandment that God gave us is forever. This new commandment I give unto you, said Jesus, that you love one another. Now, that's outside of the realm of the folk we grew up in the house with. So if we can't love the ones we grew up in the house with, God have mercy. The church don't stand a chance. Church doesn't stand a chance. There are people that have always been at odds in their family with some of their family members and still are at odds. There are some mother-in-laws that don't like their son-in-laws. There are some daughters that don't like their father-in-laws. It's all this stuff going on. And the Lord is calling upon us and giving us the gift of love to love people with. And I submit to you, that's the only way to get through here in good health and regular blood pressure. Huh? It's to do it God's way. It's his love, so we need to give it away and we need to make it unconditional. And we need to start treating people like God treats us when we sin and we go to him and ask for forgiveness. When other people sin against us and come to us and ask for forgiveness. Don't be talking about jump on one leg and bark like a dog and maybe I'll think about it. No. We should make it easy for people to come to us and admit that they've done us wrong. Am I right about it? If we confess our faults one to another God is faithful and God is just. 
But we owe one another an apology, and we might as well get on with it because as long as we don't do it, it gets stronger, and therefore we won't do it. So God's love for us is unconditional. Now, nothing fires my spirit up more than to understand that he loves me. And he doesn't love me because I preach. He's not going to hate me if I don't preach. Because that's not what this is. He made me. He made you. He loves me. He loves you. And it's unconditional. And there's nothing we had to do to earn it. And there's nothing we can do to get rid of it. His love is both sure and steadfast. Now there is a love for strangers. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels unawares. That love right there is philosophy. Today's message, The Unconditional Love of God. FC 2673. FC 2673 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. Or email us, greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Now the question is, will I do his will and There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come the Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. The trouble all over the world. I'm telling every man, woman, boy, and girl is coming soon. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded. In the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. And you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. 
I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.